What is up, guys? Bug Brothers CP here with back with another podcast. Um, it's Lucas again, back here with Zach and Logan. You guys can say hi. You don't have to be shy. I don't feel say like something. It. No. Yeah. No. Nothing. Um, nothing. Right. Yeah. All I'm right. Logan. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, this episode, we're gonna do some. We're gonna talk about some takes on the season. Ask take or pass what we think is going to happen. And um, without further ado, let's get right into it. So first first prop, take, whatever you want to call it here, is the Jaguars will go at least 6-11 and 11 next season. Logan, you first. I'm going to have to pass. Zach, what about you? 6-11, and 11, I will take that. You'll take that. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pass on that one. So I guess I guess we'll go to Zach since you're the odd one out. See why you wanna. Why do you wanna take that one? Kilo. You think you Jumping think? On the hype trade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, guaranteed. T-Law comes in, throws for three thousand at least. Three thousand at which, least. Which is is like. I mean, it's a pretty good season for a rookie. Even yeah, obviously not... Herbert had the four thousand, but then it's Herbert. Right, but Burrow probably I mean, had four thousand. Burrow well. definitely would have had four thousand. Eh. Okay, I, I raised the bar. T Law at least thirty five hundred. <laughs> Zach, <laughs> but here's the thing: is do you think so? You think Trevor Lawrence alone is good enough to add five games? Well, I think the Jaguars. I think the Jags. Okay, okay, okay. If you just take T Law out. I think the Jags at least go up to two or three games winning from their draft picks, besides t Like, Travis Etienne, being honest, I don't know any of other draft picks, but Travis Etienne. <laughs> so is James Robinson. James Robinson's pretty good, too. But dual running back threat. We saw James, James Robinson, undrafted free agent, went off. Was was probably, wasn't, wasn't he, like, like the, the second, second best pure rookie rusher? Or was he the first? He was um, two behind Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, he was number two behind Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan so, Taylor was the second. James Robinson, great hard rusher. Rusher. ETN already with chemistry with Lawrence. Perfect scat back and can be a rusher. I mean, that alone, I will say, defense isn't the best. That's why I see them going 6 11 at best. But I still see them going 6 11. I see them going 6 11. <laughs> like, exactly. I have them going six and eleven at best, but I think they will only go six and eleven. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, six and eleven right. seems like a perfect number, but, but their defense isn't the best, but, but their, their offense lacks makes up for it. Hence, six, six and eleven. Six and eleven is not that good a record. No, it is not, especially with seventeen games. Exactly, but with a good offense, you can get six games. Uh, I guess. I oh. don't think, I don't think a quarterback makes an offense. So the running backs do. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. You have, you look at if you look at the Chargers last year. They finished what? They finished seven and nine, six and ten. Seven and nine. Seven and nine, and they pieced together seven and nine once Eckler came back. Yeah. Eckler doesn't come back. I don't think they win. Do those last games, and I think that. Should have had two or three more. They hadn't blown yeah, leads. Probably, yeah. Badgley misses a few field goals that would have won them games. Saints game, I think on Monday night, he did. 
Chiefs game in overtime. I think he did. Um, so you look at you look at those. That's two wins right there. You don't blow a twenty-one or twenty-four point lead against Denver at Denver. You um, it's a third win that you gained. So they're close to more, but again, when you look at you have to bank on Lawrence having as good of a season as Herbert did, which was a historic season for rookie quarterbacks. But, but to be fair, if anyone were to do it, Lawrence would be the person. Maybe, but when you look at the pieces around Herbert, you have no offensive line. You don't have an offensive line in Jacksonville. You don't. No, yeah. Garner Minshew gets hurt. Backup gets hurt. You end up with a uh, with a, another rookie quarterback in um, – Who was it? Jake Luton. Yeah, yeah. Luton comes, comes in, has, has to play. play. I, I think he's, he's the third string. Minshew gets out, or Minshew gets injured and doesn't come back for the rest of the year, and then the whole situation with them not bringing him back in late in the, late in the season, kind of throwing him, I mean, kind of tanking their year and not trying to bring him back to win more games. So, so what you're saying, so what you're saying is that the variables. Don't go in the favor of the Jaguars. There's too many, There's too many parts. Of them. If you lose a single player, Robinson had to deal with a few injury issues last year. The odds of him staying healthy all year behind a poor offensive line. I mean, you see what happens with even best. Saquon Barkley doesn't have an offensive line and he tears his ACL. And that's just one of the Dalvin Cook doesn't have a doesn't have a sure offensive line. You know, they're hit and miss. He's all right, but then he deals with injury issues. Kenyon Drake doesn't perform their games so that Kyler Murray looks worse because of his offensive line. Like, that, that's a key issue when it comes to – I mean, right. look at Dallas as well. Ezekiel Elliott has a terrible season. I have a question, though. What do you think Burrow's record – like, what do you think the Bengals' record would have been if Burrow didn't get hurt? <laughs> I don't think that there was any chance that he wasn't getting hurt last year. <laughs> I agree, but in, say some miracle happens, he doesn't get hurt. What do you think the record is? I think they're seven and nine. You think they're seven and nine? Eight and eight. I think. Look I think at the it, Bengals' offense compared to the Jags. Yeah, but think about no, no. Think about the defense, though. No, no, no. no. The defense of the Bengals is definitely better, but the the Bengals' offense was in a much worse spot than the Jaguars' offense. Yeah, but part of that issue is injuries. AJ Green. I'm saying when you talk, when you talk about the definition of not having a line, the Bengals were it. Yeah, yeah but, but I think. Well, yeah, I mean, but where? But how? How much further forward are the Jaguars? That's not that's the issue. That's what I'm saying. I don't think. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think there's any way. I don't think that. I don't think the Jaguars can go from one and fifteen to six wins. No. Especially with a new regime coming in. I don't think you have a new plus, that's, the thing, yeah. that's the thing is that what? You have the thing, I don't have I don't have faith in Urban Meyer either. I, I okay. don't. If, if we're bringing the coach aspect into it, which I completely forgot about, then you might <laughs> the coach aspect. Yeah, but you have, <laughs> like, well, look at look team. at the the former college coaches that have come into the NFL. Chip Kelly, Crash and Burn. No, like I said, if you're bringing the coaching aspect into it, then you might have me on Cliff something. Kingsbury struggles to find success with really good talent. Why? Because they have one of the most basic and bland playbooks in all of the NFL. There's zero creativity to what no they do. No creativity in the offense is kind of And DeAndre Hopkins. They lost Kenyon Drake. Still got Larry Fitz, though. Larry Fitz is just the No, he's anchor. nice. Oh, free agent. They never re-signed him. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Larry I hope Fitzgerald so. is the anchor. Everybody likes Larry Fitzgerald. No, right. I just you look at the wide receiver core. Herbert had Mike Williams, who's an an extremely good jump ball catcher. Is a very, very physical receiver, one of the better one on one threats in the league that does not get talked about very much. And then you have uh, Keenan Allen. I agree with you. On Keenan that. I've Allen, talked about, top I've three talked about route runner in the league. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence has Marvin Jones, who is a very good receiver, actually. He put, up, receiver. he put up over 950 yards last year. And LaVisca, who I think. LaVisca's very issues. Good. Again, these guys have to stay healthy through the entire season. Injuries are going to happen. The second okay, obviously, is... I'm not going to plan for injuries, except for Carson Wentz. I do think Carson Wentz is going to hurt. My gosh. But, yeah, no, I don't plan for injuries. Yeah, but you still have to take that into account. You never know who's going to go. Someone's always going to go down every year. There's not a single team that okay, can make well John three every single season. Okay, well, then maybe I think the Chiefs are going to have an 8-9 and nine record because Mahomes gets hurt. Okay, whatever. We're getting off topic. Yeah. <laughs> let's, go, let's, go, let's go to our next. So then you got, you got DJ Chark, hit or miss, and uh, Keelan Cole. Kind of. <laughs> Keelan Cole's also the fourth string, so. All right, all right. Let's go to our next prop. Um, so we got Jordan Love will start games for the Packers this season. Logan, you first. Yes. Yes. Zach, you next. Yes. See, I'm going to say no. I don't see there's – like, I don't, I don't see – I just – I don't. And it might just be the fact that I'm a Lions fan and I've watched Aaron Rodgers terrorize my team for the past however many years. But I just I won't believe that Aaron Rodgers is gone until he actually is. No, I, I don't think, think I don't see I don't see any reason for him to leave. He's on such a good team. Yeah, a team that's come just short a lot of times. Okay, but he just won the MVP. He has probably the best receiver in the league on his team. We'll, we'll say one of them. Just, just top two. He's my, my number one. I had him. I had him. I, think, num- I, I had him I number, had two number two in my top five. Yeah, I had him, I had him number two. two. So, like, I mean, there's, I don't, I don't get why he would leave. There's not many better teams you can go to. And it's not the question of, oh, where would he go? Because, like, like anyone would kill to have him. Aaron Rodgers to Denver? <laughs> but, like, but Denver's not a better situation than Green Bay. How? Not by any situation. How? Look at, okay. Devontae Adams beats out Cortland Sutton by two or three times. That's not shitting on Cortland Sutton. That's no, just the fact that Devontae Adams is a beast. Different style receiver, too. MVS. MVS, I would argue, is better than Jerry Judy, just based off of performance. Well, who's who's the Broncos? Who's the Broncos number three? Tim Patrick? KJ Hamler. Tim Patrick. KJ Hamler. Oh, Tim Patrick. KJ Hamler and um, Devontae, or um, Deshaun Hamilton. You can argue you can argue KJ Hamler versus Alan Lazard. 
but Alan Lazard is 6'5". Six 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 he's six not 6'7", six seven. Seven, Zach. No, yeah, you just want to get slow. If he was 6'7", he would play tight end. If you're comparing the style of receiver to each other, Lazard plays mostly like Cortland Sutton. Lazard is 6'5", Cortland Sutton is 6'3". And I'd argue physical receiver. I'd argue based off based off record that Lazard is almost like almost just as good as Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton is a uh, Cortland Sutton in his last season, his last full season before the torn ACL, thousand yard receiver, and a um, I want to say he was a Pro Bowler as well. Jerry Judy is more of the route runner, one on one. Um, beat you with his agility and beat you with his speed. Devontae Adams, like receiver, obviously well less, much less than what Devontae Adams is. And, I mean, he has probably worse drop problems than MBS. Jay Judy has to take a big step from year one to year two if he wants to succeed. But the other thing with Denver is you play with a more competent defense that is going to hold teams to less points than you typically are going to see at Green Bay. The other issue is the division plan. The division, when you look, yeah, at, when but... you look at the AFC West versus the NFC North, I would much rather take the NFC North schedule every day of the week and twice on Sunday than I would take the AFC West schedule because I don't want to play the Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers. Twice That's what season. I'm saying. There's no reason for Aaron Rodgers to go to Denver. Why would I? Why would I want to be in the same division as Patrick Mahomes? You want? He's not looking for. He's not looking for the best schedule. He's looking for the best coaching staff and the best organization. And Denver has shown, or LA has shown before, bringing in Manning in the past, that this is an organization that's going to build themselves around someone else to win, which I think they've done, because a lot of the questions about Denver are. This team would be a playoff contender if they had a quarterback. They've been saying that for the last three years. If they had a quarterback, then they would be competing in the in the division against the Chiefs. I mean, they've they've played close games without quarterbacks. So then, why didn't they draft one? Because when you look, it it makes sense when you look at what their decision making is is in the offseason this year and in free agency. You bring in a defense, you bolster up your defense, you play around your strength because in the past, when you look at 2013, you had one of the better defenses in the league, you're the best offense in the league, you lose the Super Bowl. You come back in 2015, your quarterback has extremely regressed going into his very last season. Didn't play half the season because of an injury and because of the interception problems. Even though he's a surefire Hall of Famer, was probably the better option to go with Brock Osweiler than Peyton Manning half the season. Yet your defense literally carried you to the number one overall seed in the playoffs. You win the Super Bowl when everyone expects Cam Newton and the powerful, dominant offense of the Carolina Panthers. Same thing happens in Super Bowl 48 when they get thrashed by the Seahawks. Denver comes in with a historically good offense. Seahawks, Legion of Boom towards the end of that era. Percy Harvin returns a kick, playing with your backup center. Bob Miller tears his ACL, and the defense destroys the offense. I mean, I the mean, offense doesn't play nearly as good as they play. I like mean, here's game. the hands down, the bottom line thing. So I don't think that players are just like 
up yours and decide not to get rid of him, decide not to trade him, then I think he'll just play. I think he'll eat it. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think he's the one personality that won't. I think he's the one personality that will. <laughs> I think he has too much bad blood with Greenback. Uh, he has too much pride. I don't think he backs down. Like, what, other, what other situations would he go to? Would you rather the AFC West or the uh, NFC, the or the NFC West? They did draft Jordan Love just out of the blue. Traded yeah. up. Drafted Jordan Love out of the blue. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to be. Aaron Rodgers sits out. He's going to be like, fine. All right, start Jordan Love. See what happens. Because uh, the other the other issue is where else does he go? You can't go to San Francisco because they just drafted their quarterback of the future, supposedly. What you could do? Oh, go there. You can't big, go to Chicago because they just drafted Justin Fields and are huge on him. Aaron Rodgers, San Francisco. Have Lance behind Rodgers for a year or two when they go to the Super Bowl. Trey Lance can only get better sitting behind Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, that's true. I just, I just, it I, I don't feel like see. A, it doesn't feel like a San Francisco move. I don't know. Like I don't see, thing, I don't the see the Aaron Rodgers. I've mentioned Denver is because Elway's done it before. Like, that's true, yeah. But I don't, I just don't see, but here's the thing is, Rodgers isn't a free agent. I just I I don't see Green Bay throwing in the towel, and I don't see Aaron Rodgers doing it either. That's the bo- that's the bottom with that. All right, on to our next prop. The Lions will end the season with a top five overall pick. Logan, you first. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> All right. I hate to, but I just I can't think of four teams worse than the Lions. <laughs> number eight pick, take your leave. Number, your time is tell me. Okay, tell me, tell me right now, seven teams that will do worse than the Lions. You can't name them off the top of your you head. Can't, you can't name teams off the top of your no, head. No, they're that bad. They're not. They're not fresh in my memory. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's searching that. Um, he can explain why they are going to be a top five pick. If you want to. Yeah, I mean, I just... It comes down to their line is good. Their running backs are good. I think Jared Goff is good. Their receivers aren't. <laughs> <laughs> defense is not. Like, the defense is going to be... I feel like the defense is going to be the same situation that uh, we were just talking about okay. Jacksonville. In the fact of they can't just throw some pieces in and have it turn around in one year. The defense is still going to be bad. I didn't even know what pieces they threw in. Alex Anzalone. Um, yeah. uh, shoot. Um, Quentin Dunbar. Um, and then they drafted two D-tackles back-to-back in the second and the third round. Anzalone was with the Saints, Saints last year. Yeah. Before that, the Packers, I believe. I think that sounds right. Was he with the Packers? I think he was. All right, Zach's got his list. Zach's got his list. Hey, I can, 
don't don't quote maybe, me. Maybe, maybe we don't hit seven teams. I'm just gonna count the ones that are worse. So we'll find <laughs> right, out we, right or wrong. We will we will see right, if Zach Falcons. gets Okay. I'll give you that one. Dolphins. No, not no. even close. Not a chance. No. Not a chance. No. Not a chance. I think that's gonna hurt them. Not a chance. Okay, but I'll give I'll give oh, I'll give you that you're you're putting that as a team. No, they did this. back with the Patriots. He's back with the Patriots. I hate Panthers. Maybe. Okay. Oh that's your third team. Sam Darnold. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> listen, listen to Lucas's Not, Lookouts episode one to hear me talk about Sam Darnold a little bit. Plug the podcast. All right, just Ryan. because, like I said, just because I don't know teams that well. Who's Washington's quarterback? Young yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> see, I wanted to say Washington, but Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick is either going to win now, ten games or he's going to win two. Here's the thing. Now. Are you going to say that they're still going to be better than the Jaguars, even though you're predicting the Jaguars at 6 and 11? Yes, because I'm predicting the Lions at 7 and 10. Okay, so the Jaguars are a fourth team. Yes. If, so now they get the fifth? Yeah, now they have the fifth pick. If the fourth overall pick is a six-win team, then we had a nice season to watch. Yeah. I'll give you the Jets. That's five. Out of the top five. Okay, but you said seven. I want to hear. Well, I want to hear seven. You, have you got more. two more. You got two. You got no, two, no, no. He two said more. the eighth overall pick. Texans. Deshaun's not Texan, coming back. Texans for sure. I don't know. I yeah, think the yeah. Texans will have the number <laughs> Texans, one overall pick. Texans might have number one or number two. Texans. They they might All be right. the worst teams. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw a bold prediction out there. Patriots this year because they lost this year and this year only. Next year they're going to be powerhouses. Mac Jones is going to tear everything up. There you go. No, okay, because so, I still think Cam Newton can Cam Newton can perform well enough to buy them a few wins. Well, well enough okay. to buy them a few wins, but if I'm predicting but, the lines, but Zach, time, here's the thing. But here's the thing, Zach. Is do you think do you think Jerry Goff will throw for over 3,500 yards? I think we'll throw for around 3,500 yards. I don't think there's a sh- chance in hell. Do you think Swift will go for over 1,600 all-purpose? I think he'll hit around... Oh, that's tough. I think he'll hit more towards 14 or 15. Who's the running back they took out of? They took out of North Carolina, right? No. No, no they didn't because that was right. I think Denver took one of the North Carolina backs, but I'm not sure which one. But um, do they have a second Devontae Williams? Back? I think Denver Jamal took Adam, Devontae Williams. Or not Jamal, Jamal they got Adams. Jamal Williams, Jamal Williams right. yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. Is I don't... What's their, their schedule? Offense, their offense schedule. isn't that... Their offense their, their isn't that... schedule is not, not okay. Their offense... It, it's, it's a little too hard. For their the offense Lions. isn't... Their <laughs> offense isn't... Zach, their offense isn't that good. And the... The only reason they won games last year is because Matthew Stafford could put up thirty-five points a game. They're the they're the strength and schedule booster for every other team. Is what you're saying? They play all the best teams so that every other good team strength and schedule goes down. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> all right. I have a contract with the AFC North. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's gonna hurt. Yeah, but have... I, I predicted this. Probably not like live, but I predicted this. They will be 
one of the AFC North teams. I don't I think, know which one. I think they have five sure losses next year from their own division. I see Green Bay taking both. I see Minnesota taking both. And I see Bears 1-1. One, one. I see Bears one and one. The Bears, the Bears will lose five in division. There's no. The Bears will lose. The Bears will lose the first game. The Bears will lose the first game. I've already called this. The Bears will lose the first game against the Lions because Justin Fields will not be in yet, and the Lions will be Andy Dalton. Yeah, but what's hurting? What's wrong with Andy Dalton? It's a lot wrong with Andy Dalton. All right, on to our on to our next crowd. Rashad Bateman will be the leading receiver for the Ravens this season. Logan, you first. No. Yes. I'm going to say yes as well. So, Logan, this one's you. Are you saying Marquise Brown? Brown? No. Mark Andrews? I'm saying Sammy Watkins. The hot take. The hot take you heard in your first. It's the first five games this season. It's the first five games. <laughs> Everyone picks him up. Injured last year? Everyone picks him up off waivers on fantasy. I think I don't see there's a way the Sammy Watkins puts up one rich Sammy Watkins is a route runner, specializes in middle routes, middle depth routes. You have Marquise Brown on a deep route. You have Sammy Watkins covering the middle of the field, along with Mark Andrews. Where does Bateman fit into that offense? Where does Bateman fit in immediately? That's the question is, how much how much are we banking on Bateman being a surefire starter week one? I bank on it. A lot. He's yeah. a playmaker. They drafted him first also, round for the well, for a reason. When you said uh, Sammy Watkins and Mark Andrews kind of float around the same spot in the middle of the field, if I see both of them, I'm taking Mark Andrews 100% of the time. I don't know about that. I, I think Sammy Watkins will be enabled by the – by this offense a lot more than he was in Kansas City, because when you have Kansas, when you have the players you have in Kansas City, and the person you have, or a quarterback like you, like Mahomes, who is going to find every single person on the field, whereas Lamar Jackson, when he gets comfortable with someone, like the play, the the plays when you see Baltimore flowing on offense, it's. You're not hitting a home run ball every play. You're not banking on Lamar Jackson to hit a 60-yard run. When they can actually flow as an offense, you're hitting – Lamar Jackson's completing 70% of his passes, 70 to 75%. You're consistently moving the ball up the field, and then all of a sudden, one of these plays, you find a hole in the defense. Marquise Brown breaks. Mark Andrews breaks. I think Sammy Watkins has the speed and has the ability and has the experience to be that playmaker in the offense when it comes to the passing game. I agree with you. The only reason that I disagree with the take is I just see Rashad Bateman is better than Sammy Watkins. If that's the case, then that's enabling him even more because he's not lining up the number one corner on the defense. If corners look at Bateman as the one or Marquise as the one, Sammy Watkins is on the number two corner. How many defenses have two corners that you can take against? Okay, but even 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 if a rookie receiver is lined up as the number one receiver, do they draw the number one corner all the time? Exactly. Like like with the does. Now he does. Now he does. The T T Higgins didn't. That's because you have Tyler Boyd on the offense. I mean. Yeah, but would you say that Tyler Boyd's the number one? 
depends on how you look at it, but I know Tyler Boyd's a problem. That's true. And with the experience notion, that's where you run into the question of who do you guard with your one? Darnell Mooney was drawing Jalen Ramsey, even when Allen Robinson was off the field. That's just stupid, in my opinion. Some corners don't travel all the time. I mean, if you get to know games, one guy good enough, then you just... That's true. Some corners like others, like one side better than the other, like some positions better than the other. I mean, it really just depends. There, there are number one corners on defenses that stay in the slot the majority of the game. I just think Bateman's, Bateman's size will help a lot. He's bigger than Watkins. Yeah. And, I mean, he's not – I don't think he's as fast, but he's definitely not slow. Well, and the other thing is I think Sammy Watkins can be a consistent safety blanket, and the Ravens' offense already isn't built for an 1,000-yard receiver. Like I mean, that, shoot, Bateman, Bateman at this point is just going to be the big man receiver because he'll be the third fastest out of Marquis. Uh, Marquise Brown and um, Sammy Watkins. Yeah. And you need size on the field when you, when you can't run two tight end sets anymore because Nick Boyle's a good blocker, but you can't have him in the pass game. He's not a good pass catcher. Mark Andrews, more so the other way around. He's an all right blocker. I wouldn't say he's one of the best in the NFL when it comes to tight ends as a, as a blocking tight end. There's a little bit of inconsistency last year. Had drop issues, but I think typically if he if he finds his form again, back to and does what he does more of what he did two years ago. You have that consistency. I think Sammy Watkins can also be consistent. But when you look at like, there's a lot of variables when it comes to rookies in the league. Look at Jerry Judy last year, highly touted talked about as the best out of that Alabama trio that's coming into the NFL. Waddle, Judy, Devontae Smith. I should say, actually, um, Quad, because you got Henry Ruggs in there as well. Um, I think Ruggs is really more of a playmaker last year than Judy was. I'll agree with that, yeah. Ruggs, Henry Ruggs, Ruggs, Henry Ruggs did suffer injury, injury issues in the offense – with um, the offense in, in Vegas was um, more of a home run hitting offense. Yeah. J- injury issues with Jacobs. A lot of the passing game is Waller on a one-on-one, Ruggs on a one-on-one. And there's not – I don't think there's really too much else. You have Hunter Renfro. It's kind of hit or miss. I think suffered a few injury issues last year. Had, I think trouble with some concussions. Um Outside of Waller, you had they have Jason Witten last year as their backup tight end. I mean, Witten's not doing anything other than coming in on a first and goal or third and goal and trying to catch a pass for five yards and a touchdown. I think that's literally all they did. They used him in short yardage situations where they needed yeah, to throw the ball. Jason Witten did not play much. No. no. Witten didn't do much for them. I, I will say, though, but when he was in, he was either a key factor in the pass block game or he was – Getting targeted. But see, speaking speaking of tight ends, I know Zach mentioned this earlier, but I think the only reason 
the only reason that Bateman wouldn't be the leading receiver for the Ravens is if Mark Andrews took most of the receptions. Yeah, which I can see that happening. I can see that happening a lot. But I just don't see the same I think approach. Lamar's, I think Lamar's inaccuracy at times can be bailed out by a faster receiver more so than a more physical receiver because if you when you have when you have receivers that can move if you lead it a little or if you feel like you lead it a little bit too far some of those guys you have the Tyreek Hills you have the Henry Ruggs's the um Jalen Waddle, for example. They put it in the next gear and they can just catch up to it. You can't really overthrow them because they end up ch- catching up to it. And there are not a lot of corners that can stick with those types of guys. No, that's really true. Really DBs at all. And I just – I mean, If Ward. I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, I think Lamar leaves balls short more so than he overthrows people. So that could help with Bateman. So that's what I'm saying. Bateman's going to go up for a jump ball. Bateman's bigger. He can go up for balls. Like, um, you look at a lot of teams, and a lot of their leading receivers are the big guys. Like, you look at the Broncos before the injury was Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton. The Lions was always before the injury, Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Um, Devontae Adams for now, he's not the biggest guy. On Green Bay, but, he's, but their jump ball he's their jump ball guy. DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, most of the time. Like I just the only areas you don't see that are the are Buffalo with Stephon Diggs, and that's really you got Keenan Allen is another route runner. Really the Chiefs don't player. have a jump ball guy. No, they just use Tyree Kill instead. Yeah, yeah they just they run past this corner. Tyree Kill does go for jump balls and still somehow catches them. And Mahomes <laughs> is just otherworldly. Well, Zach, Mike I'm pretty Evans sure Tyreek Hill can receiver for Tampa Bay. Dunk. And he had injury issues and still, out, I think, outperformed Godwin throughout most of the season. Godwin also suffering some injuries. Yeah. Michael but Thomas is the number one. Um, I just, DK immediately became the number one. I think, I think Bateman in that offense will be looked at as a red zone threat. Helps with touchdowns. If but we're not talking about receiver and receiving yards, the more the more so the big play receiver is going to be Sammy Watkins or Marquise Brown when it comes to that era or area, because Sammy Watkins, like I said, is that security blanket. And when you hit that, I mean, everyone sees. You know, I can think back to um, Broncos, and I think Week 16 of last year against the Raiders. Judy comes across the middle of the field late on a, um, about like a 15 yard in lock hits him, splits the safeties, takes it 83 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. Another play. That, that play style, I think fits. That's very more, a lot better than. That's true, and that's more that's more of a Sammy Watkins play. Yeah. Then, yeah, I get what you're saying on that, and I, I dig the take on Bateman might have the most touchdowns, but it won't help him with the receiving yards. Yeah, I like that. I like that. All right. Well, we. That's, that's going to be it for us, actually. Um, 
This has been Log Brothers CP with another podcast. Zach Logan, thank you guys for joining. No problem. Thank you for having me. Um, Bug Brothers CP on YouTube, Spotify, TikTok, Instagram. We have an Instagram I didn't mention in the last one. And uh, other than that, I don't think we have anything. Until next time. See you guys.